from the Naked News Studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. For years, I rejected the power of social media, perhaps because I've always felt a little lost on it as I was born and raised in a generation that just didn't have it. But the crop of young virtual entrepreneurs or influencers as we know them are a force to reckon with. The time when talent used to wait to be discovered or beg at the doorstep of modeling and acting agencies is now over and social media provides a fair and open playing field for any hopeful looking to gain an audience. The young stars of porn today have masterfully utilized their online followings to build themselves into visible public brands. And the beautiful Violet Myers is one of those determined, tech-savvy starlets on her way to major fame. As you're listening to this conversation, know that we both had this talk naked. some necessary boob adjustments that happen in Zoom calls. This is what so many people don't know that we have to deal with is is getting your boobs in the shot. In the shot, and then especially when they're natural, they just go like to the side, they're not together, and it's kind of hard to put them in together. They want to be, they just want to be everywhere. Uh, yeah. I am so, so excited to have you back today. The fabulous Violet Myers. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing excellent. As, as excellent as we can be in these times, right? Yeah, right. So I know that last time we spoke, we got a good understanding of the kinds of content you make in the adult industry. But just in case people didn't see that and they're tuning in for the first time, tell us a little bit about um, your role in porn. So my role is um, just just have a good time, really. Like there's like no specific role. It's not like a normal job where you're like the head, like the manager or something like that. It's just performing and just bringing that energy to set. So um, I just love what I do. I love having sex, you know, and I love doing it on camera. I love that it's actually noted in your biography uh, that you genuinely love sex. You're known as a performer that truthfully, sincerely just loves to have sex. So I, I I think that's important. Would you say that's important? Of course. I didn't realize how important it was until I actually got in the industry because, I mean, you're having sex, but like you're having sex. So you want to enjoy it. And like, you don't want to just do it for money because yeah, you'll get good money and stuff like that. But you also, you just want to like express yourself and you get to do these things that you normally don't do in your personal life and you're exploring your sexuality for the world. So yeah. So you should, you should have a a natural curiosity. Right. Yeah. Because you go, please go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, because people are watching, so you don't want, and uh, you don't really want to look like you're faking it because then it's just, it's there for the rest of your life. That's how I see it. And that's what content is all about today. Anytime we put something out on the internet, let's be honest, it's going to live much longer than we do in this life. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so on that note in particular, you and I spoke before the OnlyFans 
shut down. Yeah. A whole moment of fuckery, the porn ban that uh, was in place for a very short amount of time before they backpedaled as a company mm -hmm. and said, wait, we heard what you said. I want to ask you what your experience was in that short window where you thought this might be the end of your existence on a platform like OnlyFans. I was freaking out like a lot of other people because, you know, I just had to, I, it just happened so randomly. Like my day was going good. And then I see this, like literally every news article had posted about it. And I was, you know, a lot of us, um, uh, not just uh, creators, but like um, adult actors and stuff like that. We were able to um, make money for ourselves to secure our, you know, our future as well, you know? So having that platform being taken away from us, I was stressing out and I was like, oh my God, well, I have a website, but it's not even done yet. And we have literally 30 days to figure out what we're gonna do. So I just kind of like, at that point, I was just thinking, what other sites I can go to and stuff like that. I tried not to like let it stress me out because luckily I have like some money saved. Um, I can always go back to shooting and stuff like that. But I love the OnlyFans stuff because I get to create content for me and things that my fans like love to see that companies don't usually shoot me for. Yeah. I, I was talking with um, Cherie DeVille, who's uh, a legend in the business, one of the yeah. most celebrated MILFs, and she wrote this fantastic article that really uh, gave a history on what just happened with OnlyFans and with these attempts to you know, have credit card processors say we need to stop yeah. legal porn, the shit we saw on Pornhub and whatnot. And I was chatting with her and I said, do you find it odd that you look at the last year of the news on OnlyFans and everyone is so celebratory about how liberating it is to be as a content creator in control of your own work, how, how liberating it is to be an individual who's able to make money this way. Do you think that sex workers were just too loud? Could that be any part of this? Was it, uh, you know, was it too celebratory? I don't, I feel like it was empowering. I don't I think it was, you know, I felt like a lot of us were able to like celebrate, but we weren't like, doing it in a bragging way. We were doing it in like a, a way we were feeling very like, um, how do you say it? Like proud, I would yes. say. Because we have that to ourselves, you know? That's something that we get to work for and we're so proud because it's our content. Right. You know, I don't think if it has anything to do with like, we're, oh yeah, I'm making all this money. By my, like we weren't doing that. We were just happy to have our own platform. We're safe and like our fans can enjoy just content just for us, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it was such a i i was i was amazed by how exciting everything felt seeing uh you know this 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 level of possibility and opportunity for people in the business that want to have direct connection to their fan base or even grow a fan base so for yourself in particular you know, OnlyFans then retracts their statement and they say, yeah. no, no, we heard you. We're going to permit porn back on the platform. Has anything changed in your own business plan in regards to what platforms you're on? Have you chosen to maybe, you know, change up your own career path because of this? For sure. No, um, I'm, I had a feeling maybe one day this was going to happen, you know, it's kind of like preparing for like apocalypse or something, yeah. you know, but in adults. So I personally was like, that's why I was doing a lot of the YouTube and Twitch because I knew like 
this isn't always going to be like you need a backup plan basically so you know i was able to kind of prepare with making the website i've been working on that but also like now i felt like well they did say they were going to suspend it they didn't say they were going to permanently not get rid of adult content so now i'm just like you know figuring out what con what um, platform i can move to because you also have to be careful that you don't want that to happen again and then you're like yeah. screwed and all of that you know so i definitely have had to look into other platforms and then also i've decided to get going on my business moves and i'm able to like have things to fall over and i could just keep using my name and like keep shooting but also um not depend too much on the only fans because it could be taken away again and then i'm not i don't have anything left so i had to put on my big girl pants and literally figure out what i'm gonna do and like to provide for myself but like for others too you know yeah i, I mean yeah it was such a torrential downpour of panic in that moment rightfully uh, so i mean a lot of especially uh performers that are considered newcomers you're still one of the on the up and up performers you're still relatively a newer name in this business so i want to know i'm curious if you were poached by other uh platforms in those couple days there those few days of tension did you find that your inbox was flooded by other platforms saying come on over here yeah no i was um i had maybe like three companies message me I messaged one directly, but I had gotten two um, ambassador deals to be on their side and like help promote them. And basically they're gonna transfer all my content from OnlyFans to their sites. And I've really been lucky enough to get approached. Um, I still haven't decided I'm between um, two. Um, I can, can I say the names? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, um, I'm between Just For Fans and um, Pocket Stars because they're both um, created by sex workers. So those those are the two I'm really debating about and they're really good. And it's it's just really hard to leave your like sub, your amount of subscribers and have them go somewhere else because a lot of them, um, you know, they don't they're they're afraid too. I, I've spoke to some fans because I do direct message my fans on, on my OnlyFans and they're telling me like, I'm scared that I I don't want the same thing to happen to OnlyFans. Like they're concerned for me. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's kind of hard to just like, all right, free, like, fuck you, OnlyFans. Let me go to another site. Like it, it's really like you have to like sit and like really debate about which site you want to go over to. Yeah, it, it really it forces you to kind of you know, think about these these plans that you need to have. You can't just have reliance on one independent platform anymore. You need yeah. to really, you gotta be, you know, your own your own hustler. And uh, yeah. and on on the word of hustler in particular, uh, mm -hmm. my chat with Cherie Deville in her article, she says, we need to. This is to sex workers. We need to stop using the the idea of ourselves as hustlers and start seeing the value in ourselves as oil tycoons, as people that really do make huge moves in this industry and and in the financial spectrum mm -hmm. of today's modern age with just online yeah. sales and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like we made OnlyFans billions of dollars, you know, yeah. it wouldn't have happened with, you know, no offense, like trainers or 
cooks and stuff like that because they have plenty of those platforms like even patreon like yeah you know but only fans was built for, from sex workers and we have that ability that that's what i learned too that we have so much power like look what only fans did they took back their statement and they knew they fucked up so i feel like if we stop fearing them and have them fear us then we should all really come together you know and not be afraid because they need us more than we need them. Absolutely. We bring so many fans and money. Absolutely. Like these guys, not just guys, but people, they pour so much money because they love the adult industry is never going anywhere. Right. So, you know, they, they know that. And that's, they know we're worth so much more. It is. It's entirely generated from the interactions that we have with our fans the mm -hmm. exposure and i mean that physically not just us having some intimate conversations i mean like nudity sexuality these are steps that most of the world doesn't want to have you know shared on major platforms they want to you know just enjoy it in their own privacy and it's like yeah. so much of this like is taboo. yes like it, it it blows my mind and i think uh i think that there's going to be a huge value in more and more creators more and more adult workers more and more sex workers in particular yeah. Uh, really getting in touch with the media that can help correct some of these dangerous narratives of what this work is. Yes. And that's honestly one of my goals. I feel like, you know, I struggled so much with figuring out my purpose in life. And, you know, my main goal has always been to help people. And I feel like um, just like recently, I feel like, um, well, this has been like months and months of me just thinking about life and things and transitioning to like from adult to mainstream. And like, I love like I love what Riley Reed does, mm -hmm. you know, how she just makes being a porn star look really cool. Like, I love I love that. And like she's making it normalized where like, hey, we're people, too. And I that's exactly what I want to do. Like, I want to I, I definitely want to support and back up sex workers and protect them because, you know, we don't have somebody to speak up for us and that's why I fight so hard like and I try so hard to, with my brand you know especially because I'm trying to get more into mainstream like anime world and I want to make it like where girls can be like I want to be a porn star but that means I won't be able to do other things and it's like no like don't let that stop you from doing anything that is beyond sex like you're a person too right so I think it's great that whatever's happening is a shift and people are, not, are are seeing us for people, not just sex objects. Right. There's there's an identity there. There's a, a unique individual. And and that's yeah. this is all part of the re-education that we are really responsible for. And and I know that all of us are in this for the fight. I, I feel like everyone's in on this and it's yeah. uh, it's going to be a, a tough birth. But I'm hoping that we can continue yeah. to push through this. Right. right. So for like the newer upcoming people you know they don't have to go through it as hard as we did and right. i love it i i'll keep fighting because you know at the end of the day it's gonna we're gonna make a we're gonna make a statement we're gonna make a purpose and i love that fucking right and and violet i know that you've got uh so much happening on youtube as well which yeah as we all know is a very safe for work platform i had so much fun watching your visit to universal studios i was <laughs> first of all you're the master of a vlog you are Thank just you. you're the master of exactly what needs to be included to make us feel like we are there tell me what your Thank fans you. think uh is there a crossover mm -hmm. between them the ones that watch just the safe for work the ones that only 
only know you through porn? How do they mix and mingle? So it's funny because I actually have a lot of YouTuber friends and um, they kind of help bring me like safe, not safe for work, but like fans who don't know exact, like they don't even know who I am and they just kind of see this person, this personality. So I definitely have a mix. Like I have some fans of mine who are like, I can't watch your porn because, you know, it's you're too innocent for me. And then I also have the fans who like love the porn and just want to see another side of me because I'm able to express my personality online and they see that. So when they see the vlogs, it's like they actually know me. And I love that because I love vlogs. I love YouTube. Like I just genuinely love watching YouTube videos. So when I do it, I think of like, oh, what do people want to see? Like, I want those, I want to bring those people with me, you know, because they can't really join me. So that's I mean, it was, it was wild. And mm -hmm. I'm curious because I'm also doing more, I'm doing more vlogging for Naked News, but from New York City. And so I'll yeah. go out with my phone and... I, although I should try and get toplessness in where I can because A, we're naked news and B, it's legal here in New York. Oh, wow. Wait, I, being topless is legal? It's legal. You can be topless on the streets here. So if you, yeah, if you want to get some really wild content, just come to New York and you can legally be topless here. Oh, uh, but I, I find it really... I get very distracted by people that are staring at me doing my yeah. vlog thing and I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if they're like, this is so cool. I wonder if I can make an appearance or if they're going, how pathetic she's one of those people. So do you even, are you aware of the people around you or do you just not give a shit? Oh, for sure. I don't give a fuck because you know why those people, like they don't have the confidence to be on a phone and be like, yeah, like talking to it. And they don't even know, like, let, like maybe they do know who you are. And they're like, oh my God, I don't want to get in the video or something like that. Cause that's most of the time. But I feel like I do get those stares, but I, in the beginning, I was so shy. Like I wouldn't even pull out my phone. It's just about being more comfortable with the camera and then just not giving a fuck. I just let go. And I was like, you know what? I want to post more vlogs and I'm going to have to like not care. Cause when I went to New York, I actually have a New York vlog. I was in the subway and like people were for sure looking at me like, who is this girl? Like, why is she like talking to the camera? Cause in LA, it's like normal. There's so many YouTubers out here. But when I do definitely go to other places, like I do, get, I do get those looks like, what is she doing? Like, but I, I feel like people should know by now it's YouTube and like, it's normal. So I really don't care. I feel like I normalize just being talking on front, talking to a camera and just vlogging. You certainly feel the comfort that you are having in those vlogs. And that in itself is the sign of an absolute consummate fucking professional. Bravo. <laughs> Thank you. You'll, I, you'll get there. I promise. It's just, it's letting go and not really caring about other people because at the end of the day, you live your life for you. You don't live the, like those people. They live their life for themselves. So if they want to judge you, that's on them. That's their problem. But what you do, you're making yourself happy. You're making your fans happy. Like that's all that matters. You're, you got some real wisdom there. That's that's so necessary to hear. Violet, for everyone who's saying, how the hell do I find all this content and get in touch with Violet Myers? What's the information they need to know? So you guys can find me on my new Instagram because the horny pizza girl is disabled. So I'm under waifu, W-A-I-F-U, Violet. And Twitter, Violet Saucy. YouTube channel, it's just Violet Myers. It's safe. You're not going to get nothing with porn or anything and then i do twitch stream now so it's uh Violet myers xxx and you guys can get to know me better 
and find me on all my platforms and every i have link tree so everything on my like every instagram twitter has the link tree so if you want more pages i have more Amazing. Violet, thank you so much for today. I mean, there's been a lot going on in the business and it's always yeah. wonderful to have the, uh, the perspective and the experiences of a professional like yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wishing you a wonderful day. And I hope everyone else enjoyed this version of our virtual schmooze. I'm Laura Desiree coming to you all the way from New York City. We'll see you next time. <laughs>Hope you enjoyed my chat with the incredible Violet Myers. Remember to never miss a moment here on the Talk Naked podcast. All you have to do is like, favorite, or subscribe to the channel you're listening to us on. And why not stay connected on social media? Get in touch with us on Instagram by following our at Talk Naked podcast account. We'll see you next time.